Hi, this is Nick Nemiroff from Tennis Player Magazine, and today I'm going to tell you why I believe Roger Federer made a mistake skipping the French Open. If you follow me on Twitter, you know that I posted a tweet a few weeks ago predicting that not only would Roger Federer play the French Open, but that he would win the entire tournament. Obviously, that is not going to happen, as Federer has announced that he will not be playing the clay court season, that he will not be playing the French Open. Uh, if I had to guess, his main reason was probably to make me look stupid, but there might be a few other factors involved. Today, I'm going to tell you why I, don't, I think Federer made the incorrect decision here. So first, Federer may never have a better opportunity to win this event. He won it back in 2009, but that's the only time he's won it throughout the entirety of his career. Currently, many of Federer's main rivals are dealing with some type of injury. This includes Rafael Nadal, Novak Djokovic, Andy Murray, Stan Wawrinka, David Goffin, Dominic Thiem. All of these guys, top players, all dealing with some type of injury. If you remember last year, the clay court season was a two-person race between Nadal and Thiem. Nadal eventually edged team out in the French Open semifinals and went on to beat Stan Wawrinka in the final. Federer has already won 20 Grand Slams. And a large reason for why he may be skipping the French Open is so that he'll be ready to go win Wimbledon again. He's already done a record-setting eight times. So at the Australian Open this year, Federer got to number 20, Huge milestone. There's no one who's ahead of him. And his next closest uh, competitor would be Rafael Nadal, who, as it stands right now, has 16 Grand Slams. So in my estimation, I think it's more important, if I were Federer, to want to win that uh, second French Open as opposed to a ninth Wimbledon or a 21st Slam. I'm sure in his back of his mind... You know, he doesn't know how Nadal will perform over the next two years, and he wants to increase his lead just to be sure that when it's all said and done, he's at the top. Federer, at the moment, has the option to only play the French Open. So he could just play the French Open and skip all the warm ups. Um, his ATP World Tour Masters 1000 commitment. Uh, is nothing. He doesn't have to play any of these tournaments. And just reading from the ATP website, a player's number of ATP World Tour Masters 1000 commitment tournaments shall be reduced by one tournament uh, for reaching each of the following milestones. One, 600 matches. Two, 12 years of service. Three, 31 years of age. And if all three of these conditions are met, then the player has a complete extension from the ATP World Tour Masters 1000 player commitment. Well, if you weren't aware, Federer has met all three of these conditions. He does have 600 matches. He does have 12 years, excuse me, 12 years of service. And he is over the, the age of 31. So if he wanted to, Federer could just go into the French Open with having no play on the clay beforehand. And if he wanted to preserve his body this way and just practice before the tournament, play some practice matches, or maybe just play one of the Masters 1000 events, that would be uh, an option for him.
Another reason I think Federer is making a mistake here is one of the main reasons he's avoiding the French Open is to preserve his body. Now, in the last several years, Federer has increased the uh, size of his racket, the racket head. Uh, it's got a bigger head. Um, that will generate more power, more consistency. Um, additionally, as of last year, 2017, as we saw first at the Australian Open, he has this new commitment to taking the backhand on early. And this obviously has been a game changer for him. So in these clay court events where his opponents are going to be inclined to push him to the backhand side and force him to play a high one-handed backhand, which can be not only a difficult shot to play, but also a physically taxing shot. Two-handers have more support on these high backhands than one-handers do. So not only is it a tough tactical shot for Federer, but in the years past, it also put a physical toll on him. The nature of clay court tennis is, of course, more physical, but this just added upon it for Federer. But if he starts to take his backhand on earlier, then he reduces some of that physical wear and tear that accumulates over the entirety of the clay court season. Additionally, Federer is also serving super well. Um, this is something that is, I think, something that might be even underrated in his game. Um, his serve is just so good. He finds himself getting out of so many big holes with this shot. And it really doesn't matter what surface you want. If you're, if you're playing someone, doesn't matter what level, doesn't matter who you're playing. If you can hit a 120 mile an hour serve and put it on the line, no one's getting it back. And if you can do that over and over and over, like Federer can, that'll put less stress on his body. His serve is a very fluid, low energy shot, meaning that he's not exerting himself uh, a ton, as you see for some other players, to create what he has on his serve. And he doesn't go for huge serves either. I'm sure if he wanted to, he could hit a harder serve, but he chooses not to. He goes for placement, which is, which is critical. The next reason why I think it would be a good idea for Federer to play the French Open is because if he's able to play the French Open, get through it, and face Nadal at some point in the tournament, which you would imagine, of course, would be the final based off the current rankings, um, it would be one of the biggest accomplishments of his career to beat Nadal at the French Open. He's obviously had... A lot of success against Nadal over the last couple of years. He beat Nadal four times last year. He's won five matches in a row against Nadal. Beat him in a Grand Slam final. Beat him in three Masters 1000 events. Indian Wells, Miami, and Shanghai. Um, Miami and Shanghai being finals as well. So right now, Federer has to have a lot of confidence. So if in the back of his mind, he'll never say this, if one of the reasons for him not playing the French Open is because he doesn't want to face Nadal, that would obviously be a little bit illogical considering how well he's done. And, you know, I don't know if that's part of his process. And in all likelihood, it's probably not. Um, he, he really cares about the scheduling side of things. But it would be an incredible accomplishment for him on top of everything else that he's done if he could get to the final and beat Nadal. What a moment that would be for him considering the lack of success he's had against Rafa 
in the past at the French Open, particularly in that 2008 final where he was completely run off the court. Another underrated factor in this conversation is another thing that Federer has never done. He has never won all four Grand Slams in succession. This is something that Novak Djokovic has now done. Um, You know, we talk about the career slam being all four in one year. Um, Federer has not won all four in a row. Uh, So being able to do that would be monumental for him. Um, And to do it in the same year, of course, would be huge as well. And we can debate whether or not it's more important to win in the same year or four in a row at any time uh, is the same thing. But the point is, winning four in a row would be huge. And again, it doesn't seem like there's another better time than now for him to do that, considering the health of some of his top adversaries. Um, the ability to win the career against Sam is something that Federer will likely never have again uh, until he decides that, okay, it's my last year and I want to play the French Open again, and he's already won the Australian Open that year. In all this, we can tell that Federer is being super careful, being super careful with his scheduling. As he has done throughout his career, you have to respect the decisions he's made. He's 36 years old. He's number one in the world. It's hard to argue with that. It's also hard to argue that his scheduling is the only thing that's taken him there. The way that Federer plays, his fluidity, uh, his looseness, The way he constructs his shots provides for a very effortless game, a very fluid game, one that puts less effort on his body. Back in the day, uh, Vic Braden, recently inducted into the Tennis Hall of Fame, predicted that Rafael Nadal, due to the nature of his play, would be um, inclined to be more injured throughout his career. Federer is the opposite. The way that he plays has allowed him to stay relatively injury-free. Um, so maybe for Federer, he puts uh, so much value on the scheduling, which, you know, of course he should put a lot of it on. But he should also give credit to the fact that, like, hey, I play pretty relaxed and I play in a very fluid manner and that allows me to stay healthy through all these years. Um, but it's also a sign, as I kind of just alluded to, that Federer is going to keep playing. You can't imagine that he's going to skip the French Open for the rest of his career. Um, there's going to be one last season that Federer plays the French Open whenever his final season ends up being at this point. Who knows? Kind of the same thing with uh, Tom Brady. At this point, who knows when his last season will be. He keeps getting older every year and we keep saying it has to stop at some point, but it doesn't. Same might be the case for Federer. You never know. The way fitness has evolved and the way physical trainers and nutritionists are able to maintain the the players' bodies over the years is something that we can't uh, understate. Uh, The last quick reason why I think Federer should play the French Open is that he just left Miami um, about, now it'll be eight days ago, last Saturday, which would be... Looking at the calendar, that would have been Saturday, August 
excuse me, August, March 21st, March 24th. The French Open this year, I believe is starting on March 20, May 27th. Let me just check that real quick. May 27th. So that's over two months in between. And of course, I understand there's a lot of preparation and a lot of uh, planning that goes, goes into playing these events, but um, it is two months. It's uh, 60 days, over 60 days that Federer would have to prepare for this uh, one event. And the fact that he doesn't have to play any tournaments would certainly make it easier for him. To wrap things up, I would love to hear everyone's thoughts on this. Please feel free to tweet me at nnemiroff or at tennisplayermag on Twitter. Or you can reach out to us at tennisplayermag.com. We're also on Patreon. Uh, if you want to check us out there, just posted an article uh, about John Isner's run in Miami. I'm going to wrap it up for, for now. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to talk to you guys soon. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. And uh, enjoy another great week of tennis starting next week.